second graders and all gathered here today. When my brother and I were young, my dad would come home from work oh, about four o'clock in the afternoon. And we were waiting for him to come home because it was fun when he came home. We were happy. We rejoiced when he walked through that door. And we might tell him a little bit about what was happening during our day. We might ask him to do something, show him something. Look what we did in school today, or whatever it might be. And once we got a dog, she was like my dad's dog. And when dad came home, she would go wild. She'd run around the house and jump on things and everything because she was so happy that he was home. And so I got thinking about that a little bit. And I'm thinking that the way that we saw our dad is that he was like the leader of our family. And I'm going to use a word that you heard in the gospel today. He's like the shepherd of our family who leads and guides. And so we would listen for his voice. And it was cool when we recognized his voice. And then he would speak to us and tell us things to do or encourage us or maybe invite us to do something like go outside after supper and play ball. You know, we kind of play catch with each other. And it was a lot of fun because we just spend time with each other. I do have to share with you, though, in all honesty, even though dad did tell us things to do, sometimes we didn't listen. I don't know if you guys have ever had that experience, but I sure did. But okay, so dad, dad was there leading, speaking to us, guiding us, being that father that we needed to help us to grow up and become the people that we are today. He was the shepherd of our family. Now, I'm using that word shepherd on purpose because remember at the beginning of Mass, I said that this is Good Shepherd Sunday, and I asked you to listen for, to Jesus and to listen for how he was describing himself to us today. And I bet you, you heard that word, I am the good shepherd, or I am the shepherd of the sheep. And that's what Jesus is for us. Now, here's the thing that we have to remember that Jesus is like the father of our family. Our family is the church, and we're all called sheep. We're Jesus' sheep. He's the father of us. He leads us. He guides us. He talks to us. He helps us. He heals us. Now, I've got a question for you guys. Have you ever heard Jesus talk to you before? Have you ever heard Jesus speak to you before, like our shepherd, like the father of our community. Have you ever heard that before? Have you ever heard him before? I bet you you have. And here's how. Here's how. Diane was reading from the Bible today. Deacon Dennis was reading from the Bible today. And we say they were proclaiming God's word. Oh, 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 oh. You hear what I said? God's word. We speak with words, right? That's Jesus. Whenever we hear readings from the Bible, that's Jesus speaking to us. So he's already spoken to us today. He talks to us about our lives. What does he do? He encourages us. 
Sometimes he says, you got to shape up here a little bit. He invites us to be a part of his life. And he also has words of encouragement and healing in our lives. Now, I've got something here. I'm gonna, let's pretend like that this red book is the Bible, okay? I know that sometimes people open up the Bible. Oh, wait, it's upside down. Okay, so some people open up the Bible, they read it, and they go, boring. I don't think this is exciting at all. Or this thing, is, these words aren't talking to me. Hold on, hold on. In your family, have you, and you don't have to raise your hands about this, have you ever thought that what your parents have told you is sometimes blah, 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 boring? You don't have to raise your hand, but I see you looking at your parents. That's okay. I'll speak for myself. Sometimes when my parents, my dad or whomever, was speaking to me, it was like blah, 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 in one ear and out the other. Did you ever hear your parents say that? What I've said to you is just like one, in one ear and out the other. Maybe you have. Well, sometimes we need to learn how to listen to our parents, right? As far as what they have to say. Same thing with God's Word is that we have to learn how to listen to God's Word, to pay attention to God's Word, because it's always being spoken to us. Another thing, too, is that, you know, when you go into the Old Testament, and I know you guys learned the parts of the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, for your First Communion. When you go into the Old Testament, there's a lot of history, a lot of people, a lot of names. Oh, who are these people? I don't really care who these people are. But you know what? God, Jesus tells us about our family in faith. When we open up the Old Testament, it's about our family in faith. And some of the New Testament, too. And I remember, like, when my, this is especially my mom, not necessarily my dad. My mom would say, well, here's our relative, and this is our relative, and this is our relative. And she brought, brought out pictures and showed us who these relatives are. And it's like, mom, these people are, like, old. You know, they were 50. These people are old. Why, why, sh why should I care about these people? Well, because they're a part of your family. In the Bible, Jesus tells us about our family and the experiences our family members had so that we can learn from them and maybe even sometimes do better than what they did. And I tell you, there's a lot of wisdom, a lot of smart stuff, in the Bible that gives us life, that builds us up, that draws us to Jesus. And again, we need to learn how to listen for that wisdom. I've got to, I've got to tell you this. I've got to admit this to you. It wasn't until I was 20 years old or so that I realized how wise my parents were, how smart they were. It's like I look back and go, why did I ignore what my parents have to say when I was just pretend, when I was 10 years old? Why did I ignore them? They were really smart, and I just didn't get it. Yep, that's right. That's right. We have to come to understand and appreciate what God is speaking to us. We might not have it all the time, but we need to come to that because His Word, Jesus' Word, is the Word of life for us. Okay, one other thing I want to just highlight for you guys. I said that Jesus is the father of our family, and one of the things he does is that, as father of our family, is that he heals us and he feeds us. He heals us and he feeds us. 
Okay. Our wonderful minor miracles over here were singing with gusto, spirit, and enthusiasm. And they describe the Lord, the Good Shepherd, Jesus, as the one who has this rod and his staff. The rod guides us, the staff protects us, okay? So I, I, I want to, that's part of, of being healed. That's part of being taken care of. So I want to tell you a story about that. When I was mm, almost in high school, I would play baseball with these organized leagues. It's not as organized as it is today, but these organized leagues in my town. And I played second base. I was happy because they used to have to play right field. I, I wanted to play second base. So what do you do in second base? You've got to protect the base, right? What do you do? What do you have to do? Mm-hmm. Correct. Second baseman backs up the pitcher, backs up first base, takes the, sh- the, the toss from the shortstop so you can get a double play, right? Is that what you play? Oh, cool. So I've got a story for everybody, but i got a second base story for you, okay? So I was playing second base, and there was this guy who was trying to steal second base, and they thought they're going to do it because I was like this shrimpy kid compared to this guy. He was like two times my size. And he came barreling at me, okay? I was protecting the base. The catcher threw the ball to me. It was perfect. It was a perfect toss. And I caught it. And you know what? The guy slid into the base, but he barreled into me first. He flipped me all the way up, and I Boom! Landed on my back. And you know what? I had the ball firmly in my glove, and the guy was out. Now, he was, play- he was playing fairly, air quotes, but it was beyond, beyond the... He's pushing it. He's pushing it as far as how he barreled into me. So I probably had a kind of a minor concussion, but we didn't check those things in those days. We just went on playing. <laughs> But there, the, the shepherd of my family, my dad didn't come barreling onto the field or anything like that, but the shepherd of my family, along with my mom too, they checked me out and said, how are you? Are you okay? See that, that Jesus, that shepherding thing? How are you? Are you okay? I care about you. And we experience that with Jesus in many ways, but one is that when we go to confession, we take all of our hurts, all of our Ill, ills, all of our sins into the confessional, We confess our sins, and Jesus heals us through forgiveness. The other thing I talked about is Jesus healing, protecting, okay? He also feeds us. Remember what what our students sang in the Psalm 23, that the shepherd sets a table for us. He makes a banquet for us to feed us very well. Guess what's going on up here, my friends? This is our banquet table. This is the shepherd feeding us and giving us new life and filling us with his healing, filling us with his graces when we come forward to receive his body and blood, soul, and divinity. The shepherd feeds us himself so that we can have what we need to walk through this life unto heaven itself. Because that's where the shepherd wants to lead and guide us, is to heaven. And he does that through his word speaking to us, through healing us, and through feeding us.
the Lord is my shepherd, we sang. There is nothing I shall want. He leads me to green pastures where I find my repose, where I find my home. My home, your home, is with the Good Shepherd. Okay, so whenever you hear your dad's voice, think of the Good Shepherd. Whenever you see your dad coming through the door, come home after work, think of the Good Shepherd. Whenever you come here, which make it every week, whenever you come here, think of the Good Shepherd speaking to you through the Bible and feeding you in the Eucharist. That's what we need, the words and food of everlasting life.